Hey guys, I'm Sasha. And I'm Joe. We're your hosts and you're listening to the Unveiling Her podcast. Join in on the conversations of two best friends where we cultivate a safe space for women as we have honest, open, and transparent conversations. Tune in every Monday as we get real about faith, culture, relationships, yes, the wins and the fails, as well as the daily struggles we go through as women. Through these conversations, we hope that you are encouraged to pursue Christ as he continues to unveil you into who he has called you to be. Hey, Unveiling Her fam, this is your girl, Sasha. Hey guys, welcome, this is Joe, And welcome back to another episode. Part two, you know, someone said like finally on our post. So they were so excited that we're back. I know. Yeah, they were. And I'm excited we're back too. And we're back into the flow of things. So today's a very special episode. So I'm excited. Yes. So episode, what was it? 33. The last episode we talked about um, just not pouring from an empty cup. We kind of talked about where we've been. And I don't know about you, but it was kind of a reflection for me. Like I had to realize, dang, I was like trying to do everything and I was running on empty. And so it's it's okay to say no. We talked about that. It's okay to say no to things whenever you're just tired and you're overwhelmed. And so I, I really did like get a good reflection on it's okay to say no. Like you don't have to be everywhere, not pouring from an empty cup. So the last episode was good. Yeah, it was. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, how was your week? How did you feel like your week went? I just feel like life has been busy, mm-hmm. like honestly. And I found myself praying to God, like, this sounds weird, but I've been like, God, organize my life. I just feel like my life is like, it's just so much like with social, like my social life, my my work life, and then like um, just personal life. It just feel like it's been a lot, like very busy. So I'm on spring break now. So Thank hopefully you. I get refreshed. And so, yeah. What about yours? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. What is spring break? I remember that. I remember that lifestyle. <laughs> um, This week was, this week was a good week. Um, And it was a good week. It was okay. Okay. It wasn't good. I'm lying. Okay. Yeah. It was a hard <laughs> week, but I'm just happy to have made it to the end and <laughs> see Friday. I feel like every time people ask me about my week, this is the same thing I say. I'm just like, I'm just happy that I made it. Um, yeah, it was a rough week, but I'm excited for the next two days. I don't get a spring break anymore, sadly, but that's okay. I have Saturday and Sunday to refresh. Honestly, I'm just thinking about the fact who decided that we should only have two days for rest and we should have five days of work who said that who made oh, that rule didn't God say that in the beginning <laughs> well God worked and then on that seventh day he did rest so. yeah but <laughs> that don't mean we got it we don't have to do things the way things were done we can't look you just blame Adam you know because because of Adam we have to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but I was thinking when you were speaking just now I was thinking about um Darius Daniels talks about like there's three ways to live. There's three ways to live: sinking, surviving, or thriving. And like, kind of like you said, like every week is always like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to get through it. And I found myself telling God that too. Like, I just feel like I'm sinking, honestly. Like sinking and then trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And dang, that's so sad. Like I hate that. I so do. I encourage us to try to think of ways that we can like thrive in different areas of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, I think also just having something to look forward to at the end of the week too is, yeah. is helpful. Like whether it's like, you know, 
catching up with some friends or um, mm-hmm. it can just be alone time with God or whatever the case, or maybe even a therapy session. I feel like just having something to look forward to that, like, you know, you can vent and express yourself and especially all the things that you went through through the week is also helpful. Right. But yeah. But yeah, well, that's just our two cents. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's the recap of our previous episode. But today we will have a special guest on. So like we said before, we're super excited. Um, so do we just want to tell our guests, guests, unmute yourself. <laughs> right. Unveil yourself. <laughs> Unveil yourself. <laughs> Unveil yourself. Well, Unveil yourself. That should be our new thing. Anytime we have guests, we should be like, Unveil yourself. Like off the, um, the mass singer when they, yes, yeah, that's good. But no, we do have a special guest on. And so, um, we'll just like him to introduce ourselves, and then Sasha, you'll have our icebreaker. <laughs> it's still like a class. <laughs> I am You're such a teacher. teacher. I was about to say, <laughs> okay, Miss Johnson. <laughs> Guest. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? <laughs> We're good. We're glad to have you on. Good. My name is Anthony Taylor. It's uh, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to be on you guys' podcast, and I'm just excited for what God is going to do through me, and um, yeah, let's go. Like, let's get it. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome, Anthony. Thanks for, and thanks for joining us today. You are our co-host for the day, so yeah, we're super excited, and honestly, we're super excited because I think this is our, okay, no, I was about to we have Willie on here, but we haven't had a whole lot of guy guests, so mm-hmm. we're super excited about that. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. This is mm-hmm. uh, this is like something that I've been praying about, you know, to the Lord. Like I can just be on somebody else's podcast, like really share my testimony, my story. So I see God like really moving. So I'm, I'm really excited because God like hears your prayers, He knows your goals, and if we just continue to keep going to Him about it. He'll make those things come true. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, we're glad he chose the Unveiling Her podcast for you to unveil yourself. <laughs> yes. 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 And um, we'll get more into like Anthony and just even who he is, like mm-hmm. just background, like where you're from and all of that here in a little bit. But I do have a question for you. So as we know, the month of March is Women's History Month. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to all women Yay. out there. I feel like last episode we talked about it, but we didn't even like, I feel like we didn't even like really go into it, but like, just shout out to all you women out there. Every woman, we celebrate you this month. Honestly, we should celebrate women every, every month, just as much as we should celebrate our men as well. But yeah, this March is just a special month where we just, you know, you want to show special attention to the women. So my question for you is Anthony, we would like you to just shout out a special woman in your life. Um, it could be a mom, an aunt, um, or just someone you're you're grateful for this Women's History Month. Um, yeah, I'm sh- I shout out my mom. Uh, I shout out my mom. Uh, she's been such a blessing to me um, with just supporting me on this journey and just being at my corner and just really encouraging me. Um, and praying for me, like I, I, I shout out all the, the praying powerful women out there that pray for uh, their sons or pray for just whoever they, whoever they love. So I just really appreciate her and 
Um, she's on a cruise right now, so uh, she's enjoying herself with my dad. So I just uh, shout out to her because she's been my number one supporter since the beginning. And uh, yeah, I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Like best life. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I love yes. it. It reminds me of the song, Mama. You know, like <laughs> that's like the men's song to their mom all the time. That mama. <laughs> It's about Tupac, right? But yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's good. What about you, mm-hmm. Sasha? Can the ladies do it too? Or yeah, we should do it too. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of hard because I feel like for the most part, I'm not saying this for everyone, but it's like, okay, yeah, I feel like I want to shout out my mom too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to shout out my mom, my auntie as well. And honestly, my friends, you know, the women friends that my female friends as well, like. I just think I'm just thinking about my journey here, um, going back to school and just being in a new place. And I think I could not have done it without their prayers. Prayer is everything. And just to have women in my life who speak life into me and pray for me and pray with me through difficult things um, is just it's really just a blessing. So, yeah, I'm going to use this time to shout out my mom, my auntie my friends so shout out to shout out to you joe of course but also to nicole ngozi princess yeah venetia shout out to all of y'all oh you have friends okay bye (laughs) (laughs) i want to shout out my grandmama who just celebrated a birthday yesterday she's like 80 i think 82 83 sorry but she told me when she's still 39 but period okay um yeah she's just been the rock of our family love my grandmama always there for me so yeah shout out to all the special women in our lives yes oh I love your grandmama too <laughs> grandmama <laughs> but are you ready to get started let's get started I love yes. that that was that was dope mm-hmm. um so happy women's history went to all the ladies all right but yes uh welcome to our special guest Anthony Taylor so Anthony tell the people who you are like what is your backstory where are you from um just gonna tell us more about who you are yes um i'm from den texas uh um grew up here i was born in Carrollton. um went to guyer high school um i have two older sisters and a little brother and um went to college at texas state and uh, played professionally, so college student athlete, and now I've moved back in with my parents, and I'm currently right now pursuing my uh, professional football career right now, so it's definitely been a journey. It's definitely been a, a process, and I've really had to uh, really surrender to God and to really um, stay focused and not get distracted and not give up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it. That's, that's me. Okay. Really quick. So you said that you're from Denton, Texas. So y'all know that song, like, um, it's not Atlanta, you know, when people from like Georgia, they'd be like, Oh, I'm from Atlanta. And it's really not Atlanta. So do you claim, like, when you tell people you're from, do you tell people you're from Denton or like Dallas? Like, what do you say? I say Dallas. Mm. I say Dallas. And then they'd be like, what part of Dallas? And I'd be like, then. Yeah. 
It's two different things. It's two different the suburbs. I, the suburbs. The suburbs. So, yeah, because when people, when people, if I say didn't, people be like, "Where's that at?" I'd be like, "That's that's Dallas, Dallas area." So, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not the same inside. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I tell people I'm from Dallas, and I very well am not. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, like when I'm in Houston, like I'm not about to tell someone, "Oh yeah, I'm from Grand Prairie." Like, no, like, yeah. yeah, yeah so, but yes, but I will say, um, talk to us a little bit about your um, history with football. You, you kind of alluded to that, like you know, that's what you're into now, but. When did that start? Have you always been playing football? Was that like a, has that always been a dream of yours? Like, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I've been playing football since I was five. So I made a decision at that age that I wanted to play professionally doing this. So ever since then, throughout um, elementary, middle school, high school, and college, I've stuck to that. I've improved at that. And that's always been my dream since I was little. And I know like everyone's journey is different and I've learned to embrace that. I've learned not to compare myself with other professional athletes and like their process and how they got noticed and how they got looked at and learn to embrace my own journey. So that's something that I'm staying consistent with and um, believing that, you know, if I just continue, continue to keep working hard and not give up eventually i will like get there so yeah that's been my dream since i was five years old so i'm still at it i'm still at it yeah that's amazing thanks for sharing thanks for sharing yes um i wish i was sports inclined but yeah no <laughs> that's not my thing but i really commend because i think it takes a lot of discipline to um just be able to keep up at a sport mm -hmm. for that amount of time. And so, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So I realized we never really talked about what we were discussing today with our viewers. So <laughs> today the, the focus really is about redemption. Yeah. Um, and we just want to highlight Anthony's story today and his testimony and how he feels like God has redeemed him. And so before we even get into that, I feel like I would like Anthony, if you would, if you feel okay opening up to us just about your testimony and your story um, and just about how God has been able to redeem you. Yeah. Okay. Well, first I want to start with um, when I gave my life to Christ. So I gave my life to Christ sophomore year of high school. And um, I was at Young Life, uh, Young Life camp called Windy Gap in North Carolina, where it was just a full week of us learning about God. And I really, that was the first time in my life that I learned about a relationship with God. So I gave my life to Christ, but I still didn't know what that meant. I still thought like, okay, like I'm saved, but I still can go live like, like the world. So uh, sophomore year, when I gave my life to Christ, I started, I was going good. I was going strong for about two weeks. And then after that, I went on this whole trail of just being just of the world and just really focusing on myself and focusing on my desires and my flesh. And then um, 
uh, end up getting to college. Same thing. When I got to college, I was um, my parents taught me about God, but I never had a relationship with God. Like my mom used to always tell me, like, God is this and God is that. And like to do this and to do that. And like I was brought up in the church, but I never really like sought out the time to really know God for myself. So once again, I got to uh, college and I was in uh, FCA. So that's a fellowship Christian athletes. So I was claiming to be a Christian, but my life was showing something else different. So it wasn't until 2017 when I went to Alabama and uh, I was at this uh, camp this athletes camp and I rededicated my life to Christ. And I got, that was the first time I got baptized. I understood what baptism was. So once again, I was doing really well after that, um, after I rededicated my life, but then I went on this whole trail of, of just being in sin, drinking and sleeping around, doing drugs, just had no business doing things that I was doing. And it wasn't until 2021 that um, I actually made a decision for myself to really seek God. I, re I believe God um, brought me to a place where he was like, Anthony, either you're going to seek me or, or you're going to wander around in the wilderness for the rest of your life, trying to do things on your own. And I had to make, it, make a decision of um, what I was going to do. So I decided to seek God and knowing for myself. And when I tell you, like when I, that was the best decision I've ever made, because there's some things that God has uh, revealed to me. That's always been there. Like he's, he's revealed to me, like, you know, the blessings and the gifts and the talents that, that were already in me that I was running to like drugs and running to like alcohol. Um, to bring out the best in me. I thought, I thought I needed those things to bring out the best in me, to bring out the best Anthony, but that was a lie. That was a lie from the enemy. So God really delivered me from that. And um, I'm still like today, like God is still like revealing to me things that, uh, that only come from seeking him. And uh, first of all, am I still, <laughs> Am I still yeah. going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the question again? I forgot. I feel like <laughs> no. I feel like I forgot the question. No, you're good. I before we kind of re-ask the question, I do like how you said you just showed you shared your story about like the times that you gave your life to Christ, like at a young age, and hearing about the Lord from your parents, but then like you know, things happen once we get to college and then you rededicated like your life again and then some things happen and it just shows us the truth. Like sometimes, you know, I think growing up, we think um, if you're not taught the proper way, you think, okay, once I get saved, everything is going to be peaches and cream. And that's not true. Like once you dedicate your life to Christ, then you become a target to the devil. And so he's going to try to throw anything at you and to get you, you know, off track. And so that's reality. Some people don't realize that. So once they get saved and things start happening, they fall off. And then, you know, it's just like, I like how you're saying like, yes, I went through that. And then I kind of fell off, but God brought me back. And then I fell off again, but he brought me back. So the question was like telling us about, you know, I like how you said how you got 
told us about how you got saved, but also like how God has redeemed you. So you said in 2021, um, that's when the Lord starts speaking to you more about who you are. But what was that turning point? Like what exactly happened to you like in 2021 or right before 2021 that caused you to like really dedicate your life to Christ again, where you feel like he redeemed you? Um. So yeah, so before that, um, 2020 on New Year's, I got a DWI. So that was the first time ever in my life where I knew, like when I was sitting in that jail cell, like thinking to myself, like, wow, like alcohol has definitely brought me down a path that I never thought I would be in. And I was crushed. Like I was like, I remember getting out of jail like the next day and like Demarcus and Adam and Josh, like they were all over in my parents' house. And like, I told all of them, I said, man, like my life is over. Like I told them like, God, like no one is going to be able, like, I'm not going to be able to get a job. Like I'm still not going to be able to like go after my goals. Like it's really over. And I, I was at a point where I was just like, man, like God, like, I don't know. Like, and God revealed to me, like, you're, you're still trying to do it your own way. Like, if you just give me your life, like, if you just give me your heart, like, I will, like, redeem you. Like, I want to redeem you. Like, and the crazy part is God revealed to me also, like, he already redeemed me. He just wants a relationship with me. Like, he just wants me to understand, like, I don't have to continue to keep drinking alcohol the way I was drinking it and doing the drugs and trying to people please and trying to do all these things. Like I don't have to do those things. So um, that was like the turning point of what God was trying to do in my life. So all 2020, you know, I was still doing my own thing. And then it wasn't until 2021 when I started like towards the end of 2020, um, that was like the turning point because I was I was kind of getting burnt out and tired, mm. uh, especially being at the job that I was at in Austin. Like I was getting burnt out, getting tired and it wasn't working for me. So I made a decision. I was like, all right, God, like if you are who you say you are, like I'm going to give you a shot. Like that was literally my mindset at that time. Like at the end of 2020, I was like, OK, I'm going to give you a shot. So at the beginning of 2021, that's when I really started hearing the voice of the Lord for myself. And then he started revealing to me like, hey, like, um, if you want to live the life that you want to live, like, you're going to have to seek me. Like, there's things that I want to reveal to you, but if you keep drinking alcohol and you, if you keep doing all these things, then I won't be able to, like, redeem you the way I want to redeem you. So um, ever since then, um, the Lord has definitely redeemed my life. And like, I can be completely honest, I've still made some mistakes. I've still like, even during probation, like, like they told me not to drink alcohol and I still did it. I still did it. And I went to jail last year. <laughs> Last year I went to jail, but God still like, God still just saved me. Like he just delivered me. Like, it's just crazy how God like 
even in your worst mistakes, like you can make a mistake and God still will still like save you. Like he loves you. Like, and I just couldn't believe it. So I made some mistakes along this path, but the Lord has reminded me, like, just keep running to me, keep running to me. And I will turn everything for your good. Like keep running to me. Don't stop running to me. And I will continue to make ways and provide for you and just um, give you that light, you know, and that's what God has done in my life. Amen. Amen. Um, thanks so much for being vulnerable and just even sharing that. I'm sure that um, for one, wasn't an easy experience to go through, but um, we just appreciate you for even just being open enough and being honest to share um, all of that with us. So I have a lot of questions, but I would like us to kind of backtrack a little bit. You talked about how you got a DWI. Can you explain to us, just for those who might not be familiar with that term, what exactly is a DWI and what is that process of, what is that, what does that process looks like when someone gets caught, um, drive, you know, driving while intoxicated? Cause you also mentioned probation. And so just kind of walk us through that process. So, um, DWI driving while intoxicated, there's two of them. So there's, there's a DUI and a DWI. DWI is driving while intoxicated. DUI is driving under the influence. So if you're under 21 and you get pulled over, like that's what you're going to get charged with is like driving under the influence. Driving while intoxicated is a completely different thing. So you're charged with a class like C, I think C misdemeanor. And depending, so I didn't get a lawyer. So I got a point, I got a court appointed lawyer. So I honestly didn't have nothing to fight with. Like, honestly, like I just, I thought I did, but the court, my court appointed lawyer would just, he just had me sign a bunch of papers saying like, this is this and this is that. And I just kind of went through with that. But um, depending on how like, I guess like depending on your record or depending on how bad, like how much alcohol you consumed. Um, I, and this is the crazy part. I think I should have got jail time. I think the jail time was like 160 days or something like that or something like that. Uh, when I looked at the, my court like information, it was supposed to be that, but instead they gave me 18 months of probation um, just to make up for that. So, yeah, they put you on probation. And while you're on probation, you have like things like requirements that you need to get done in order to get done with your probation. So for me, I had to go to AA meetings, NA meetings. Um, I had to take all these alcohol courses and alcohol classes. Um, You have to meet with your probation officer every month. Like you have to get uh, drug tests every month. and it's, that's just the whole process to make sure you're really sticking to the probation, to make sure you're not violating your probation. And that's just them doing your job, like doing their job. Like that's just a part of the, the process. And it's, it's honestly sucks. It honestly is not the best because like you got all eyes on you, you know, you can't really do anything. Um, but I think it was necessary for me, especially for where I'm going, like the Lord, like I, I see all this as discipline. The Lord was disciplining me 
and and in driving out those driving out those uh the worldly things like that were in me like smoking weed and like drinking and like doing drugs like like if i wasn't on probation for to do that i probably would still be doing that today honestly so i just really thank god that and i know it's crazy to say this but like i'm just thinking in my head right now like God will allow some things to happen to you to like produce out the best in you. Like mm -hmm. God like sees, sees up ahead and he sees like what the, he sees what this can do for you. So if you just trust in the process of what God is trying to do and yeah, like I had to, I had to go through the consequences, but like God still didn't let those consequences like overtake me, I guess. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. And thanks for um, explaining the difference to us between like a DWI um, and a DUI, because I think that's important to to really just know the differences. Um, and just thanks for explaining that process of probation and what that looks like. I don't know if you mentioned this earlier, but I'm just intrigued to know why do you think that like, why was it alcohol that you feel like you ran to? Do you feel like that was something um or is alcoholism a thing that runs in your family? Was that something that you witnessed growing up? Or do you feel like that was something that you got peer pressured into? Um, I'm just curious to know, you know, why was your one thing alcohol? So I didn't know all this, but it runs in my family. Definitely runs in my family. I wasn't exposed to it like growing up. Like growing up, like my parents never drink. Like I never really saw that until I got to high school. So um one of the things that i've struggled with is people pleasing so like when i saw other people doing it like to fit into that type of crowd and to be there to be like i guess in high school the popular people the popular people who does this and does that and you want to sound cool like i remember like i used to like be like bro i got so drunk yesterday and like that used to be cool like that used to like people used to praise you for how drunk that you can you get like they used to praise you for that and I guess like I kind of like that stuff like I want you to praise me for how drunk or I can get and how crazy I can get just to come up with stories to tell um so um it wasn't until I grew up and I realized like now in my life like my grandpa's an alcoholic um my dad, when he was my age, he was driving drunk as well. He just didn't get caught. And I didn't know all of this. Uh, my auntie, uh, they were on crack. And my uncle, he was on crack, like on, on that side of the family. So drugs is like something that's that runs in my family. Mm -hmm. But growing up, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know these things grew up or run in my family. So I think like when it comes to alcohol, um, I think that's what the enemy used to try to take me out. Mm -hmm. He tried to take me out with that. He tries to use that, um, but it didn't work. Glory to God. And um, that's just something like now I'm aware of, like that stuff is in my family and mm -hmm. I can get attached to it. Like to other people, they might be fine, but to me, like I can get quickly attached to that. Like I can get quickly addicted mm -hmm. to that. So 
that's something that uh, I've learned in the uh, over the past three years. Yeah, that's good. And I, I truly believe like that's really revelation from the Holy Spirit, because I definitely think that a lot of the things that we go through, there's some things that we just like you said, we're just we just have a um, an attachment to or we just find ourselves like, why is this my story? And I think it tends to be due to generational curses. Like this is just something that runs in our family. And you you never know, like, why? Why was this my case? Why was I the one that had to deal with alcoholism or lust? And sometimes it's because this is like a it's a generational thing. And just like you said, like the enemy feels like, oh, if, if this is how I got their their dad out, this is how I got their grandpa out. So, of course, I'm going to use the same strategy with you. But we thank God for his redemption power. And we thank yeah. God that he's able to break everything, every chain, every bondage, um, every curse. And so, like I said, I'm happy that you're aware of that because that's just revelation yeah. from the Holy Spirit because it's going to end with you. You know, you have yeah. stopped it for your children and and for generations to come. And so I don't take these things lightly because I just feel like a lot of the things that we deal with, it's not just for redemption for ourselves, but it's also you are redeeming generations to come. So yeah, that's, that's how I feel. But Yeah. I want to piggyback off like what you said, like the Lord revealed that to me about my dad. Like he revealed like, like that, that side of the family has never, the Taylors, they've never had a relationship with God. And it's crazy, like God was like, I'm, I'm choosing you to break those patterns. Like, I'm choosing you to show them who I am. My mom, I just thank her for really praying over me and really giving me words of encouragement. Because she told me about my dad. Like, she told me, like, growing up, she's like, yeah, they on drugs and all this stuff. And I honestly didn't really believe her. And um, it wasn't until, like, I started seeing it for myself, like, wow, like these things run in my family. And, there, and there's also uh, something else, too. I just didn't want to accept it. Like, I think I was trying to be something that I'm not like, like God was like putting it on my heart, too, already. Like, you need to stop doing this. But I didn't want to accept the fact like I was kind of like mad at God, almost not mad, but like. Like, God, why do I have to stop? Like, I can still do this. Like, you know, I can still dabble in this. And like God for a long time was trying to get me to understand, like, no, like you cannot do this. Like you, you are marked. Like I've marked you, I've chosen you. And like, just because they're doing things like that, like you can't do things like that. And it took me a long time to accept that, like to accept that God has set me apart and God has called me to be something different than than what the world is being. So that took me a long time to accept that. Mm. Man, that's so much good stuff. I don't even know if that makes sense. But there were so many good things that was said um, through you just sharing your testimony. Um, just to kind of retract, Sasha, I love what you said too about like the question about where did it even come from? Like why alcohol and how Anthony touched on like the generations before you. And I, I 1000% agree. Like, yeah, we don't play about those generational curses. And it's so good that you got it. Like you said, like your, your grandfather or your dad or whoever, they didn't have a relationship with God like you do. So thank God for the Holy spirit that has revealed those things to you. Like Sasha said, so that 
you know, your bloodline, your lineage will not have to go through those things. And I think that's what we need to continue to fight for. Like, I'm doing this for not only myself, but for my children and their children. So um, I love that you said that. Um, So just kind of touch on, like, you talked about how God has redeemed you, but I realized like some people are probably listening and like, what the heck is redemption? So I went on our handy dandy Google and Google um, definition is pretty much, I like how it's pretty much kind of the same as what the Bible talks about redemption. Redemption is the action of saving or being saved from sin. And we um, read while in the Bible, like in Romans three, um, verse three, it talks about how Jesus um, justifies and by his grace through redemption um, it came from Jesus and also in Ephesians 1 um, verse 7 it says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace so I liked how Anthony you also touched on that like God showed you that he already redeemed you so you can you don't have to do drugs or you know drink alcohol and all that because he already saved you from that sin so I like how um, you're just you're talking about how he has redeemed you um so what is some advice I mean you had you you said a lot so many good things what is some advice or encouragement you would like to share with someone who is also either in a similar story um but also maybe even going through like people pleasing because you that's something else you touched on like when we people please we do things that we know we we shouldn't do so what are some things that could possibly even help someone else what's some advice um I would give to somebody who is dealing, if if they're, if they are going through people pleasing or if they're still in the sin, I would just encourage them to continue to like surrender to God. Like God is the only one that can take those things away. Like genuinely, like he's the only person that can make you not want to people please people. Like when you work on a, your relationship with him, like when you f- fix your eyes on him, like he genuinely take the, takes those things away. And like for my life, that's what he did. He, he told me like, Anthony, if you just give me this, cause like it got to a point where I was so deep in my sin. Like I used to get drunk and start crying, like randomly crying cause of how drunk I was. Mm. So like, the Lord like begin to work on my heart. And it's crazy. Like God would meet you where you are. Like God would meet you at your worst, at your worst point. Like he'll meet you there. So I just want to encourage somebody right now. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you are in deep sin and you're at your worst point, like if you just invite God in, like God would meet you where you are. Like he'll, he'll take you from where you are to where you're going. And if you just got to trust trust in the process of doing that like you can't give up um you can't listen to the lies of the enemy that telling you that you you're not enough that you're always going to keep doing this you're always going to keep living this lifestyle like you're never going to stop doing what you're doing you just got to block out those thoughts and you got to really keep your eyes on Jesus because he he definitely is the perfecter and the author of our faith so Um, To anybody out there right now, just know that Jesus paid for it. He paid for you. Um, He redeemed you, which means um, you can go to him. 
since he's redeemed you and since he's delivered you from sin and freed you from the captivity of sin, you have the opportunity to seek him. And um, that's really why he came back to redeem the whole world. Like he, he wants a relationship with you. Like he wants, he wants you to know him. He wants you to know his ways. Um, and that's what God has revealed to me through this whole journey. He's like, Anthony, I just want you to know who I am. And I just want you to know my ways because your ways are not my ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts. And um, the plans that he has for you, um, he wants you to prosper. And that's another thing, like every single plans, the plans of God or the promises of God are yes and amen. But the plans that he has for you, like all the plans are for you to prosper. And I used to think that like the enemy, like really came into my mind and says, God, like, doesn't want you to prosper. Like God doesn't want you to prosper because you're going through this. And sometimes we look at the situation, like the enemy will try to get you to focus on how bad the situation is instead of like you thinking how good God is. And that's something that I have to like really give to God. But uh, yeah, I encourage you out there to seek God and God is going to do a miracle in your life. Amen. Ooh, my voice. <laughs> Amen. Um, yes, honestly, I agree with everything you just said, Anthony. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Joe, thanks for also bringing the definition of what it means to be redeemed as well, because I feel like we were throwing that word out there and I'm sure some people were like, what does that mean? And um, yeah, just like Joe said, if anything, I hope that, you know, those listening that you take away that Jesus really is our ultimate redeemer. Like Anthony, as you were just talking, I think the biggest reminder that I just the biggest reminder and thing that kept popping in my head was just Jesus and how he's our ultimate redeemer. And that's why we call him our deliverer um, and our savior, like our savior, right? Like, I just think about how the fact that he has saved us from something, but also for something. So just like you said, Anthony, like he has good plans for us, prosperous plans for us um, and just plans for freedom as well. So, you know, I don't know what your story might be for those who are listening. You know, Anthony talked about his and his was running to alcohol and to people pleasing, but God does have bigger plans for you. And not just that, but he wants to give you true freedom because true freedom is being able to feel free from whatever you feel like is holding you down or whatever you feel like the enemy has been using to hold your, hold you down, whether that's alcohol or sex or, <clears throat> or, porn or pornography or drugs or whatever that is. So, um, yeah, we hope that you're, you're encouraged to run back to him and run to the father. And for those of you who don't even have a relationship with Jesus, we talk about Jesus and maybe you're listening to this and you don't even know who that is. I love the fact that we don't even have to do anything special to invite him in. We can just literally just come to him and say, Lord, I just invite you into my heart and he does the rest. So we hope you are encouraged after listening to this. Yes, Amen. Um, thank you so much, Anthony, for, for being on, um, man, I believe that your testimony is going to help so many people. I had to put myself on mute and I was just like, thank you, God. Like, this is good. This is going to be great. So, um, before we end, we like to give our guests like a chance to kind of pub themselves and share their social media platform or any other platform. So you talked about how you are uh, pursuing the NFL and your NFL journey, but what else is 
um, something that you're you're doing? Uh, so I have a podcast, The Cognizant Way. Um, so everybody check that out, The Cognizant Way. I also have a YouTube channel that I've started. Uh, check that out too, The Cognizant Way. Um, and uh, I am right now it's in the making uh, but i'm i'm thinking about you know writing a book uh something that i've really invested in uh because i believe like i want to share my story with people i be i believe like there's so many people that need to hear my story and um i just started just writing down and just the way that god has spoke to me about it um that's something like that i am doing that's something that, uh, and, and it's, it's going to be multiple things that I want to do, but I'm just trying to figure all that out right now. So I, I got my podcast and um, my YouTube channel. And um, if you want to follow me on my Instagram, it's Anthony Taylor 10, you know, holla at your boy. Um, I post my podcast every Monday. So check it out. But uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks. And if you didn't already know, like, or get the hint, yes, he has his own podcast. When you were talking, I was like, yeah, it sounds like it's not like he on his own podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I love it. Just um, quick, why is it called the cognizant way? Um, because cognizant is aware. Uh, so if people are aware through their personal experiences, then they'll be able to reach their full potential as a world changer. Mm. So we put cognizant because um, aware is something that many people need to be like, if you're not aware of something, you're going to just, con you're going to continue to keep walking in that thing. So mm -hmm. daily, every single day, we're becoming cognizant. Every single day, we're becoming aware of something new. There's not, there's never going to be a day where we just know it all. Like as long as we're in this earthly body, this earthly flesh, like, they're, they're, we're always growing. Like the Bible says that our spirits are being renewed day by day. So we have to make sure we are becoming more aware of the enemy schemes, becoming more aware of what culture is doing, becoming more aware of what the government and what the, what the things of this world, like what's happening. Because if we do that, then we'll be able to be the best versions that we want to be. And also we'll be able to live the life that God intended for us. Amen. Okay, that was good. Then you brought up the government. I said, now what the government got to do? <laughs> I was about to say, oh, Lord, no, no, conspiracy <laughs> Right, I was about to say, is he about to say some conspiracy theories? <laughs> no. Anthony, thank you so much. We enjoyed having you on. Um, hopefully, you'll you'll be you'll get to be back on, but thanks so much for sharing your testimony. Um, and yeah, like if you guys have any questions for Anthony, please reach out to him. Hopefully his book will be coming out soon. Okay, author, we love it. Um, but yes, please reach out to him. But once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions for us, feel free to DM us on Instagram at the Unveiling Her Podcast. Um, and as well, if you have any praise reports or just questions, you can also send us an email at the Unveiling Her Podcast at gmail.com. But until the next episode, chat with you guys soon.